Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Yokohama Avid Ascend LX. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening why and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Wednesday, April 19th. We are coming to you live, live early Wednesday morning. It is 1230 East Coast time. I decided, listen, the playoff games were important. Let's record right afterward. Drop it on the audience immediately. The West Coast people staying up late. They can get it early. But I got to say, overshadowing the games late I think this happened technically it was Tuesday night late before the clock struck midnight. But Draymond Green officially suspended by the NBA. Wow. How can you not get fired up about that? Now, I will say, if you listened to the podcast yesterday, you heard me say his ass is getting suspended. And I know people like Damian Lillard are out there like, this suspension is crazy. Listen to the wording from the NBA. The suspension was based in part on Green's history of unsportsmanlike acts. And I'm going to open with this because I really did think he deserved it for the stomp. But if you are the NBA and you are reviewing the footage multiple times, I mean, you only need to see it once or twice, but if you look at it, I wonder the aftermath where Draymond Green decided to goon it up with the crowd, pointing at him and doing the Hulk Hogan, I can't hear you, and yelling and bring it on. That definitely did not help his case. We're talking about, and again, listen, two things can be true about Draymond Green. Yes, he is a future Hall of Famer. He is one of the great defensive players of his era, one of the most versatile forwards we've seen. This is a guy who does so many things. He's a high IQ player. He's a point power forward if such a thing exists. 
and at the same time, he's a friggin' liability because he's so unstable. It reminds me of the great original Top Gun movie. Both Top Gun movies were great, Top Gun and Maverick. But uh, one of my favorite lines, I repeat this because I'm a nerd often, and I'm sure Rob G. remembers this. They are in the locker room and... Maverick, Tom Cruise, is talking to Val Kilmer, and Val Kilmer goes, you're everyone's problem. That's because every time you're up in the air, you're unsafe. I don't like you because you're dangerous. And Tom Cruise relishes it. Maverick's like, that's right, Iceman. And it's a classic moment because that's what makes Maverick great is his sketchiness in the air. He's unsafe. It ends up killing his friend Goose, right? And... Ultimately, he becomes, you know, the hero for the, the the war, and then Maverick comes, and, you know, the second movie. If you haven't seen it, sorry, spoiler alert, um, you should have seen it. That being said, like, Draymond Green is a high-risk, high-reward player. He has been instrumental in their championships, but he's also a ticking time bomb, and I would consider him at this stage in his career a massive liability. Folks, you can go look on YouTube. The kick to the balls of Steven Adams, where he was... Uh, jumping, and he tried to act like it was a natural act. Fighting with Bradley Beal. Uh, James Harden, he mushed him in the face in the middle of the game. Mike Conley was wearing a mask for like a broken nose. I'm pretty sure he was wearing a mask. And, and, and Draymond Green like hammers him in the face. Like, the guy is a little crazy. Now, it also makes him highly valuable and perfect in the Steve Kerr system. But I know my guy, Rob G., <laughs> I think he's attached future Laker to Draymond at least once. Folks, this is an incident that now the Warriors are down 0-2. They're going home, and they're without their, I don't know, what, third, fourth best player? Fifth? I I don't know. He's certainly a starter. He's playing heavy minutes. And there is, I'm sorry, I I didn't go at Cowherd yesterday on the air because, you know, Draymond's his guy with the volume and everything. But if we are being realistic— there is no way you can watch that video and say, oh, this is this is no, this is not a big deal. He stomped on the guy. Now, I'll say this, Sabonis is not without blame as well. If you really watch a video, all the angles, and they're all out there, Sabonis essentially grabs Clay by the jersey and like ragdolls him out of the play. And that's when uh Sabonis kind of falls down to the side and Draymond's foot is it. He definitely grabbed Draymond's foot. No question. He got a technical for it. But for Draymond to react the way he did, like coming up and then stomping down, that's unsportsman. Like that's not natural behavior. And I'm 100% with the Draymond suspension. And I will say this. The Golden State Warriors are in an absolutely brutal spot. Folks, not only do they have to win this game without Draymond, but in the offseason, Draymond Green is in line for some big money. And (laughs) listen, if you're looking for a reason to get out, and they can't pay everybody. Clay Thompson has gone on record saying he wants a max deal. Who are you paying? Uh, the other Splash Brother or Draymond Green? Now, I think the question would be, who, who's easier to replace? And if that's the question, I think Clay's probably easier to replace at this stage in his career, obviously not prime Clay, but he's not a, he's not a plus defender anymore. His shot is spotty. He's got the injury history. If you told me, Jason, who would you rather have, Bradley Beal or Clay? I would take Bradley Beal, obviously. Like Bradley Beal's younger. Zach Levine or Clay? Give me Zach Levine in a heartbeat. Now I know some people will groan. Ah, oh, Jason, come on. I'm not talking about Hall of Fame Clay, record-setting three-point Clay. I'm talking about 2023 and going forward Clay. Off the two missed seasons, right? Getting just absolutely cooked by Malik Monk 
who's good. But still, like this isn't the prime Dre, uh, sorry, prime, prime Clay who wants that big, big money deal. And now you got Draymond, and it's like, oh boy, they already got rid of Wiseman. They were willing to move off that mistake quickly. Need I say, oh yeah, Draymond punched out. Can I add sucker before sucker punch? Can I add sucker punch? Everybody's seen the video. Draymond Green sucker punched a teammate in the preseason, Jordan Poole. In the 2016 finals, you guys remember this. LeBron goes to set a screen on Draymond. And again, uh, this is not me embellishing. This is not my opinion. Go look at the friggin' video. It's on YouTube. 2016 finals. Warriors are up by 10 in the fourth. They're about to go up 3-1. And Draymond goes to set a screen on LeBron. And if you look at the screen, you guys know how to set a screen. I teach the fourth grade girls this, the sixth grade boys that I coach, both the championships. Yes, humble brag. Um, Draymond comes over to set the screen. He's moving all over the place. Both feet are moving. I mean, it's right in front of everybody. I guess they just didn't care to call it. And him and LeBron get tangled because he's moving so much. And Draymond kind of is off balance because he's moving so damn much. LeBron extends the arm. Draymond goes down. But of course, Draymond's so proud. As LeBron's stepping over to him to get back in the play, Draymond swings the arm up right into his junk. Groin shot. Folks, ain't no denying it. Draymond hit LeBron in the nuts. Got suspended for game five when they could have closed it out. This is the 73-win Warriors. Yada, yada, yada. LeBron and Kyrie, I think, both dropped 40. It goes to game six, back to Cleveland. LeBron, uh, Draymond is back, but he couldn't be the usual Draymond. Now, this is seven years ago now. He couldn't, I'm sorry. Yeah, 2016, seven years ago. He couldn't be the usual Draymond because if he got another tech, he would be suspended. So he had to kind of rein it in. He wasn't himself. LeBron and Kyrie go bonkers again, and then you guys know Game 7 happens. And, you know, I, I know that, what's his name, um, Andrew Bogut was injured in that series. That hurt. But with no Bogut and no Draymond, you had zero rim protection at all. And I'm just saying there is a very large body of work that shows Draymond Green has got some problems. Okay? He is out of control on the court. He has become a liability. And you never want to pin a loss. And they haven't even lost Game 3. For all I know, they'll probably win Game 3. It is, by the way, Thursday night. Um, I, I don't think there's any way you can look at this and say, boy, Draymond really screwed up here. And if you're looking for yet another reason to move on from Draymond, as if punching Jordan Poole in the face wasn't enough, I think, Rob, this is it. Now, the, the, the final question I got to ask you guys is what do you do in the starting lineup and this is where it could play to Golden State's advantage because they've got so many options. And let's be real, Draymond was a bit of a turnover machine. I know he played some good interior defense, but it's not like it was great. I mean, Sabonis got whatever he wanted. Harrison Barnes got some stuff inside. Uh, Warriors have gotten killed on the glass. Oh, I'm sorry, not killed on the glass. Killed on the points in the paint. Um, Golden State is minus 30 points in the paint to go to Sacramento in the first two games. I think it was plus 16 for the Kings in game one, plus 14 game two. You could go Jonathan Kuminga, who's young and bouncy, maybe gives you an early dunk to get the team fired up, a big block shot. I don't know if he's skilled enough to be able to handle Sabonis. Obviously, you've got Kevon Looney, and then you start getting creative. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Do we, do we go small with Poole? Do we go small with uh, Gary Payton? Like, they've got options. It's going to be interesting. I, I think ultimately, and again, I know Rob G is a big Lakers fan, but I don't know what like a market's going to be like for Draymond Green, especially if the Kings end up winning the series, and that's all she wrote for Draymond. Like, 
Who wants him? I don't, I, again, he's, we're talking about de- a declining asset, right? Uh, I tried to teach my kids a house appreciating in value. It's an, it's an asset. A car is a depreciating asset. You drive it out of the showroom, instantly the value on the car goes down. So I think at this stage in his career, Rob, Draymond is a declining asset. I do believe the Warriors will win game three. I don't know how. <laughs> I think they will, but then again, I thought they'd win game two. And I, my guess is this would be all she wrote for Draymond Green and the Golden State Warriors. Absolutely. Um, you know, even before this stomping incident, it was looking increasingly likely that this was going to be the last, you know, hurrah, the last dance, if you will, for the Golden State Warriors. Not only because of Clay Thompson wanting max money, which was reported over the weekend. Draymond Green has been very vocal for about a year, which many have suggested that that's what led to the Jordan Poole punch because Jordan Poole secured the bag Mm. and Draymond was left kind of wanting still. But assuming Draymond opts out of his deal after the season and tries to get an extension, a longer one from Golden State, they'd be looking at a payroll and luxury tax over $500 million, (laughs) right? Now, that's obviously a lot of money, so it, and, but then again, they've been paying a luxury tax anyway, so you're like, well, maybe they might do it for a year or two and you know, kick the can down the road. However, that new CBA that is going to get into effect, I believe, starting next season, installed a tax apron, which would make it damn near impossible for you to feel the team like the Warriors currently have. Mm. Teams that exceed... Over $17.5 million over the luxury tax line, which the Warriors have obliterated that, obviously, right now, would not be able to use their taxpayer mid-level exception ad players, would not be able to sign buyout players during the season, would not be able to take back additional money in trades, which means, you know, usually if you're within like 20%, you can get more salary. That's the way it works. And more importantly, if a team goes over that apron, their first round pick seven years out is no longer eligible to be traded. Oh. So, you know, if you're a Lakers fan, you, the, the, the 27, 2029 20, picks were like the hot commodity for them for like two seasons because that's all they could trade. And it was seven years down the road. If you exceed that apron twice, the following four years will have that pick dropped to the end of the first round, no matter where you're picking. So what they basically did was say, the Los Angeles Clippers, the Brooklyn Nets, the Golden State Warriors, your buying of a basically New York Yankees version of the NBA is not going to fly. So the Golden State Warriors were going to have to make a decision anyways. Draymond's green play coupled with his antics and what's been going on, I think it's just going to accelerate the process. If I'm him, I'm opting into that deal. I'm keeping the $27 million, trying to stay around for one more season. Because I think that, as you alluded to, the the book is out on him. Yeah, what's, it, the, mar- it, what's the market for Draymond? I don't see any team that's going to be willing to pay $30 million or even $20 million for a age 34, 35 power forward who can't shoot, who so far has shown that he's only successful in a certain system that literally nobody else in the NBA runs. Well, uh, maybe other people should run it. Uh, Here's a fun stat from uh, Stats and Info. Draymond Green is the only player in the last 10 seasons to be suspended multiple times in the playoffs. That is, it's just such an indictment. And again, Draymond Green has had a great career. This is not, I'm not 
kind of besmirching his legacy or whatever. I don't I don't know that he has a, a legacy, but he's been an instrumental part on, I guess, five titles, right? So they went two with KD. No, no, four titles. Two with KD. One last Well, five year. if you count the 3-1, because that, he was instrumental by getting himself suspended. You can't, can't count that. <laughs> um, and I'll say this. Listen. Oh, man, I probably should not mention this guy's name in the same sentence. But there is something to, I wasn't drafted early, I'm chip on my shoulder guy. And Draymond, who was like a Big Ten player of the year, unbelievable college player at Michigan State, falls to the second round really did not have a role in Mark Jackson's Golden State. Do you remember that, by the way? It, it, I do. Before Steve Kerr got there, uh, have we forgotten that Draymond Green like was not a big deal in the NBA? He just he wasn't. Like, he, I mean, he barely played in the first season with uh, with with Mark Jackson. I think he, uh, you know, he was he was a bit of an older rookie. He was twelve twenty two. Started one game. Second year, he got up to twelve games. 2015 starts all of them. Remember David Lee? I don't know if you guys remember him. Was kind of blocking uh, Draymond, and then Steve Kerr unlocks like the death lineup and realizes like Draymond's perfect. I, I well, mean, David Lee had to get hurt for that to even happen. That's even right. Steve Kerr it, it, said, if David Lee does not get hurt in the preseason, Draymond is never getting that opportunity. If Drew Bledsoe doesn't go down, we don't know what the hell happens with Tom Brady. Do I mean? It's not like if let's just say Bledsoe continued to be fine and Brady played out the string and was like I'm going to go somewhere and be a starter. I don't know. Tom Brady goes to Indy or no, not Indy because Peyton was there. But you know, where else is he going to go? He could, I'm just you toss out a team. I don't even know if the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, the Carolina Panthers. He met them in the Super Bowl. But let's say he goes there for uh, whoever the Panther Panther starter was. It's not like Brady's winning seven Super Bowls in friggin' Carolina, right? He had Belichick. I mean, Draymond Green fits perfectly with Kerr. Only a, only a dumb franchise would consider offering him 30 mil. Now, I, I do wonder, Damian Lillard was like, I believe the first NBA big-time player that I saw to chime in last night, or, well, technically tonight, uh, early this morning. Um, I wonder if Damian Lillard has visions. Hey, maybe maybe, maybe we, we get Draymond on the cheap. You know, maybe we bring him up here. He 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 would be ready to help us win a championship. I, I totally disagree, but that that's probably where Draymond is coming from. Um, I mean, it's I feel bad for the teams that played on Tuesday because this by far overshadowed everything. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin Tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. 
or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Michelin test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought... In that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. And we could quickly go through the games, Rob. There's not a ton on these. Um, I don't know. Which one do you want to start with? Did any of them interest you? Uh, well, yeah, the, the nightcap interests me. Okay, just, the, just the, making the, sure. The, the Clippers' signs, which yeah. uh, unfortunately for them, the NBA dropped that Draymond bombshell right in the middle of the game as yeah. it was getting spicy. So that's one thing I didn't like. But um, I have a big takeaway. I didn't run it by you before we recorded the podcast. Um, I'm more worried about the Phoenix Suns now than I was after game one. You were expecting and, a route, right? Game two? Yeah, well, I expected them to come out strong early. I expected them to send a message, and they just didn't. They they needed a, a brilliant third quarter by um, Devin Booker. D-Book. He was fantastic. He was fantastic. You know what? You know why but, he's fantastic right now? Um, I don't know if he's one of your people, but this whole bad bunny dating Kendall Jenner thing, <laughs> uh, I had to just work that, work in a pop culture reference. No, D-Book was outstanding. I'm with you. Um, he, he, I'll tell you this, Rob. First game. I know Westbrook did not play particularly well, but Westbrook was better down the stretch with the two free throws, the offensive rebounds, the block. First quarter, Westbrook came out like, we're trying to steal one. And I don't know about you, man. Booker did not look great, I thought, first quarter. No, he didn't. But luckily for him, he turned it on in a big way in the third quarter, played a great second half. Um, I thought them using him, other than the last two minutes to kind of close it out, where he was basically playing as their point guard from the middle of the third quarter to the middle of the fourth quarter. And I thought he was great. What what I'm concerned about, though, is number one was a slow start because I expected them to have a little more urgency than what they had. But more importantly, Kevin Durant had to play 44 minutes. Mm. Devin Booker had to play 45 minutes. Chris Paul, who had was terrible in game one, played 38 and was great down the stretch in this one. This team has zero depth. They are the most top-heavy roster probably left in these playoffs. And the good thing is that the top heaviness is still good enough to win a championship because yeah. Booker, Durant, Aiden, and Paul are, are legitimately a, a, a great foursome. Yeah. However, it, oh. here's the thing. The NBA did them zero favors by only giving one day off in between each of these games. Yeah, no extra day like No Morant extra day died. off. So if you're Phoenix, you have to end this series 
in five games. I don't because <laughs> I don't know if you can count on Devin Booker, Kevin Durant having to play forty five plus minutes in every single game and expect them to win a long series. No, yeah, they, they, this is a team that looked very sus. I, I did not think I I, I thought Phoenix was going to sweep the series, so I have not been impressed with them at all. Uh, I'll say this: Tory Craig, the experiment did not seem to work in Game One, even though he played well. It was like a disjointed effort. Torrey Craig is playing. He's hitting every shot. Five of eight from deep. Chris Paul was even clutched down the stretch for all the Chris Chris Paul is washed fans. He had a couple big elbow jumpers. And more importantly, he he ended the Scott Foster jinx. Scott Foster, a notoriously bad NBA referee who's always had beef with Chris Paul. I believe Chris Paul had lost 13 straight with Scott Foster as the ref. And he finally gets the dub with some clutch shots late. But I clearly underestimated the paper clips. Russ played good. I, listen, he's going to have his wacky turnovers. He's going to do his stupid taunting shit with Kevin Durant. I, I can't get with that. Um, but ultimately, Kawhi Leonard needs like two more guys. Norm Powell, not his best effort. Uh, they they could have used a little more out of Powell, just four for 11, 12 points. Uh, I, I like Terrence Mann, energy guy. It seems like they're trying to go small. Did you notice that, Rob, with uh, Ty Lee I said, did. you know what? We would play uh, Kawhi at center, um, and that seemed to work, but they still were not able to break through. Yeah, and I think that this is, I mean, they, they mentioned a lot during the broadcast, I think it was Stan Van Gundy, that the Clippers, because they were playing so small, were playing a lot of drop coverage with Zubac and Plumlee um, to protect the paint because they, had, they were charting out basically four guards, if you count Kawhi, through most of the second half. I would not be surprised if now that the the series shifts back to Los Angeles, if we start seeing Robert Covington and Marcus Morris get dusted off just to have some more length on the perimeter. And where the Clippers have the edge in a big way in this series is their depth is far and away better than what Phoenix has. Yeah, like, it's not great, but it's better than Phoenix, yeah. It's, it's, it's much better. I like how you talk about dusting off Covington and giving a new wrinkle. Covington DMP CD did not play coach's decision. Would not be surprised if we saw a, a sighting from the Morris twin. I'm assuming he's healthy. I, I don't recall him being healthy at times late in the season. But it's funny you mentioned that, like, there are adjustments teams can make. There's some break in case of emergency, um, either lineups. Remember the death lineup? They just saved that for like dire straits moments. Um, there's certain rotations that you can do, uh, certain plays that you know are going to work that if you need to go back to it over and over and over, but you don't want to burn it early in the series because still, you're still feeling it each, each other team out. And I, I would hope Monty Williams has some stuff up his sleeve because – you know Ty Lue is very well respected. My guy Dante Jones is on the bench with the uh, paper clips. I would not be surprised to see some wrinkles from the Clippers. I just don't know how the Suns revolve. They don't have a lot of bullets in that chamber. Sorry for the gun analogy. They just don't have a lot they can do. Um, but, and it's interesting. And I think I said this on yesterday's pod, but we recorded right after the game, so I might not have. But I saw the Warriors unleash two new wrinkles. Um which was Moses Moody coming out of nowhere to actually play meaningful minutes. That was like a change of pace. And then they went to a zone defense to slow the Kings down, and that did briefly work. But you know what happens, Rob, right? You go back in the lab, and the Kings are going to be ready for that in game three. They're going to be ready for the zone. And, you know, this is all, folks, not unlike the Gray Foxes, my men's basketball team in the Torrance League. We're in the championship uh, Sunday night, Sunday evening. We are considerable underdogs. And... We have a text chain about strategy, and you know I hope they're not listening. But um, you know we, you're able to watch all their games on YouTube. 
I, I you know, if you guys, if you're really interested, send me, you know, um, drop me a DM on IG and I'll send you the link. But you, we're able to see what they do when they go, man, how often they go, man, how they go zone, who's your target, you know, all that stuff. And you're able to pick up a lot. And we've got a lot of stuff we're ready to unleash because they've seen us now twice and they were watching our game in the semifinal just as we watched theirs. And you've got to be ready with adjustments. And I'm going to use that to pivot to the Hawks Celtics game because Rob, I mean, like, I like Quinn Snyder as a coach. I think he's got good upside. The Hawks played about as well as they can, and they still got smacked by the Celtics. It's just an awful matchup. There's nothing they could do. I don't want to hear the bashing Trey Young. You got swept. So the Celtics offense is just unstoppable against Atlanta. They had 28 assists. They had 55% shooting, 45% on threes. But again, you when you were I was playing the game, playing my son in chess, watching this game, and I'm like, man, the Hawks are grabbing a billion offensive rebounds. Rob, let this sink in. The Hawks had 19 more offensive rebounds, resulting in or resulting in 15 more shot attempts. If you get 15 more shot attempts than your opponent you're probably going to win the game, right? 15 more shots, even if you make six or five. That's that's free points right there. You're getting way more shots than your opponent. They even made more threes than Boston. So don't say Boston like made 21 threes. You can't, can't do anything. They made more threes than Boston, and they still lost by 13. Like, I don't know really what they can do. They eventually said, said you know what? Let's not play Capella. It ain't working. We got to go small. So they go with a Kongwu, who was good, and they go with Bogdanovich, who had a bunch of threes. And it kind of worked, but they can't get stops. You know, if you don't have Capella on the on the back line, and you've got Trey Young in there with Bogdanovich, you're getting torched. You just you can't get stops. And so I think the next bullet, not bullet. Okay, the next option the Hawks have is heavy Sadiq Bay. Uh, you know, maybe they tinker with Griffin, the rookie. Like it's tough. This Boston, I would say without question, Rob. For me, Boston's been the most impressive team through how long have we been playoffs only started Saturday right it's a few days but Boston's been by far the most impressive team yeah and you and I look very smart for predicting before the playoffs started that Boston will win the championship like this Celtics team I kind of wish they had a different first round matchup because Atlanta is not a good test for them at all especially considering they're going to get Philadelphia looks like here in round two what Atlanta does well is they have you know okay a good backcourt with Trey Young and, and Jante Murray Clint Capella is a good rim protector and you know the rest of it it's it's hit or miss I know that they, they have some depth but that's basically what they like to do the problem with that is Boston runs a five-out offense so Clint Capella is basically rendered obsolete you know there's there's no point in having a great rim protector if there's nobody in the paint really you know and the Boston Celtics guards and wings are an Defensive player of the year, Marcus Smart. Uh, two guys who could be defensive, all defense teams, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Mm. Oh, and then you have Derek White, who is a, a very good defender in his own right. So whatever advantage or whatever thing that, that Atlanta may have going in their favor, it just immediately gets erased. Like they have nothing that they can do in this matchup that would give them an upper hand. Yeah. You're basically just throwing shit at a wall and hope it sticks. I'm sorry to go back, uh, but I was just looking at uh, the player points pool I'm doing. And a guy, this is a guy's team, Rob. Tatum, Donovan Mitchell, Jalen Brunson, De'Aaron Fox, Sabonis, and Bridges. 
Oh, wow. He's only going to lose Bridges. A lot of people thought, oh, dude, what's he doing drafting two Kings? Well, looks like as of now, it looks like they're going to advance. Um, and he's rolling right now. But there's a chance if the Warriors rally, he's going to lose Spider or Brunson, which is a little high risk. And then he's just going to have Tatum going to the finals. But, like, I mean, I think I'm in fourth of eight right now. It's not looking good for me. But um, let, let's go to the Cavs-Knicks series real quick, Rob. Uh, the only thing that jumped out, only thing is you're down 20 in the fourth quarter. Two and a half minutes left. Thibodeau still has Julius Randle out there. And Julius Randle going for a dunk on a fast break, tries to grab the rim, or tries to hang on the rim, but loses it because he's getting fouled and lands on his back. And now he did get up. He seemed okay, but that dude's going to be sore tomorrow. And this is typical Thibodeau. Rob, you know this. He keeps his stars in late in games, even though they're getting blasted. Down 20, why is Julius Randle in the game? Josh Hart played with the injury. My guy, Josh Hart, role players matter, minus 29 <laughs> in 27 minutes. It was a rough one, not going to lie. Uh, as my son likes to say, NGL, Dad, NGL. Um, and, you know, Cavs look good. Uh, my guy, Lavert, who is on my player points pool, very excited for him. Uh, yeah, I put out this tweet on, uh, was it Saturday? Yeah, Saturday. After the Knicks... Uh, after the Knicks won, I was like, what is this Okoro? What is this Osman? Dude, you got to go with Lavert. Obviously, I have him, so I'm invested. Now, I didn't see, did Okoro get hurt, Rob? I didn't see that he, he played hurt. three minutes. I know, he basically did not look good early. They go to Osman. He missed a billion shots. And it's like, what are we doing here? Lavert ends up playing 40 minutes off the bench. Now, I don't think they start him, but I think you got to consider it. He's not a natural small forward, and it's good to have him coming in off the bench. But they're just so bad at small forward. Like, I don't, I, I just don't see what on earth um, the Knicks can do here. Uh, yeah, it's look, I'm, I'm just doing a quick search. It looks like Okoro had two turnovers and a miss in the first three minutes and did not come back in the game. Now, do you think he starts? Well, according to J.B. Bickerstaff, he said that, uh, I think he said he's still going to go with the moving forward. Here's the quote. It's not a long-term decision with Isaac. Isaac has done a ton for us this year, and we will always treat our guys with respect. So maybe he gets his minutes reduced and he has a short leash, but I don't know if they would make this kind of a change in the middle of a playoff series, yeah. considering that he's been their guy for basically all season. My guy played three minutes. Well, no, not my guy. Okoro played three freaking minutes. Now you can claim Okoro. You can claim him. I, I don't want. I don't want. To. I, I will pass on that. Thank you for the offer that I could claim uh, one of the weakest small forwards in the league. Um, I am an RJ Barrett truther. I loved him at Duke. I still think he can be a number two, but I'm starting to wonder if he's a three in the series. RJ Barrett is six for twenty-five shooting. That's bad. He is one for eight from three, and he's got twenty-one points. It's it's a struggle. I I. I'm, I'm just going to be blatantly honest, just what I've heard, that Tibbs doesn't love him the way the front office does. Front office li- likes R.J. Barrett a lot. Tibbs, just a, not not a huge fan. He plays a lot of heart, which I get, a lot of quickly, which I like also. But I, I think Barrett's got a lot of value. Uh, Knicks gets smoked, and um, hopefully Randall doesn't have any, any issues um, going forward. Dar- Dar- by the way, Darius Garland woke up, 32 points. He went off, had a great game. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Firestone. Test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. Rob, let, you want to wrap up with some best bets for tonight's action? I have the um, the gambling app open in front of me. It's a big night for your Lakers. How you, what's the vibe with John ja Morant unlikely to play, according to Woj? Was that the word he used, unlikely, or something else? I believe that was the word he used, okay. and the vibes are good. It's feeling like, you know, I'm getting my, my chair ready for the championship parade down Figueroa. Here in about two months, because the Lakers are going to steamroll through this series. Parade after one win. <laughs> this guy. Uh, I'm looking at the line. I'm seeing Memphis favored by one, oh, or it's Pickham. I'm seeing the la- interesting di- divergence. Now I told you guys about this sta- this app, right? It's called BetStamp. You can essentially go and put in any sports book you want and line up what the options are, and the three. In Vegas, that are the most res- well, two in Vegas and one offshore that are the most respected are Bet Chris, Superbook, and Circus Sports. They all have a different line for this game. 
<laughs> Bet Chris has Lakers plus one. Superbook has Pick'em. Circa has Lakers minus one. So there's really no edge here. Robert, are you surprised with the John ja Morant indecision that it's still this low? Maybe somebody, a, a, an important gambler who's willing to put six figures on some information on John ja Morant, does somebody know something? It definitely sounds like that. Yeah, I, I, that's kind of the read that I got too. Um, because it, it, it was funny, even on Tuesday afternoon, they had pictures of John Moran at practice, and they said he had a big old ice wrap, and they said he didn't do much when the media was there. And then there was another report that said he also did some dribbling and shooting. So you can't be both, right? There, there's something is conflicting there. So somebody knows something. I, I'm expecting him to play just as a Lakers fan, even though hot take, I guess, I'm more worried about Tyus Jones in this series than I am about John Moran because Tyus Jones yeah. can shoot. He can do a lot of the things that Mike Conley did to them where he can hit those little creases, little pull-up, especially against the AD's drop coverage. He can shoot the long ball much better than John Morant can. Tyus Jones is the real deal. Okay, and let me ask I, you this. Uh, let's say, let's just hypothetical. John Morant is out. Let's say they announce it two hours before the game. Does Rob, uh, not Rob Palenka, does uh, Darvin Ham tweak the starting lineup? Because he had... Jared Vanderbilt on John Moran. Do you keep Vanderbilt, a, non, a really a non-shooter, in the starting lineup and you put him on Jared Jackson? Or do you pull him from the starting lineup and get more offense out there? Because they got options. Uh, you know, Tyus Jones is a small guard. And I, I got to be honest, I don't know how much I trust D'Angelo Russell to be locked in to stop him. He is not known for his defensive prowess. If you ask me who the weakest link in the defense for the Lakers is, Starting lineup, it's D'Angelo Russell. I guess you could put Austin Reeves on him. It's a lot of chasing around a point guard for a max player in Austin Reeves. Come on, Bob, you're supposed to laugh at that. For a uh, game one hero in Austin Reeves. I don't know. I, I think you just got to ride with the same group. And, and if you're able to put Vanderbilt on Triple J, you can hide AD on Tillman, who's its total zero. And yeah, I guess Austin Reeves is a guy. Now, Dennis Schroeder should be able to have no problem guarding Tyus Jones. We both like Tyus Jones. Uh, what about you? Tweak the lineup or no? Um, probably not, just because what you have is working. And I don't know if you want to be making adjustments like that in the middle of a series when this team has not played together for that long as it is. So I would assume that they wouldn't make any adjustments. Um, but I will say I do not like the idea of Jared Vanderbilt trying to guard Triple J. He's just he's too thin. So who do you put on him? I would stick with LeBron. Yeah, I mean he. Yeah, that, that's what listen, I would do. Listen, we both love LeBron. He really he got his way. He had his way with LeBron in the paint, didn't he? He did, but I mean at least LeBron's like two sixty. I think Jared Vanderbilt might be two ten. Yeah, my so. gut tells me, Rob, that if John Morant is out, you're going to see a letdown from the Lakers, with the yes. exception of LeBron James. My and again, no, I've never uh, have I met LeBron. I don't know. I don't think I have. I don't think this is a game LeBron lets his team lose if John Morant is out. So if John Morant is out, my my gut will tell me LeBron is not letting them lose this game. Even if he struggles, I can see him doing whatever it takes to go home to L.A. up to nothing. You toss in the Draymond suspension, Kings-Warriors. I still think that series probably goes seven, Kings-Warriors. Lakers, can you imagine if they got a week of rest, Rob? Oh, that would be awesome for AD for the for AD and LeBron. I don't want to look ahead, but you know we're in the 30, 35, what forty minute mark of the podcast. How do the Lakers match up with the Kings? Just asking hypothetically. Don't laugh. 
Austin Reeves on on De'Aaron Fox. Sabonis, Anthony Davis. But Anthony Davis, like Monk and Fox are going to get in the lane. And if AD comes to try to block every shot, Sabonis is going to grab a billion offensive rebounds. LeBron, maybe, can Jared Vanderbilt, maybe you put Vanderbilt on Fox? That's... I don't know. That's a tough one. Vanderbilt on Harrison Barnes. I think you want to hide LeBron on the rookie, Keegan Murray, or LeBron on Harrison Barnes. Shucks, this matchup's starting to look favorable for the Lakers. You seem shocked. Like, well, like, I mean, like, the Kings have I mean, beaten down the defending champs in two games when it mattered in the fourth quarter. If they were, you know, winning in a different way, I might have a different opinion. But essentially, we've had two fourth quarter games, and the defending champs who have won a lot of rings against a team that a lot of guys have never played in the playoffs, and they're beating them. Like that, I'm still a little shell shocked by this, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, even though I expected it to be a, a competitive series, I was not expecting the Sacramento to go up two zero. You know, I've been on record, I've said it on the pot. Um, as far as the Lakers go, and, and I said this before the playoffs even started, this their side of the bracket is wide open for them to get to the Western Finals. Um, you know, Memphis being down their two best centers, basically, with Adams and Clark. Um, Sacramento is not a good defensive team. Don't let what you saw in game two against the Warriors kind of fool you. That That's just not what they do. And the Golden State Warriors have no size at all. Mm-hmm. So those things all work in the Lakers' favor. They live in the paint. Anthony Davis is a monster. LeBron James gets downhill probably better than, you know, 90% of the NBA, even at age 38. So it's shaping up for them to make a run to the Western Finals and, you know, let's see what happens. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, I'm not going to touch Bucks Heat until we get clarity on Giannis. I guess if I had, if you're looking to wait, a beta bet Denver, Minnesota, I would look at the T-Wolves in the first quarter. Because interestingly enough, we saw the Knicks come out in game two in the first quarter really, really strong. Cavs eventually rebounded at the end of the quarter. The Clippers led by, I think, four or five at the end of the first quarter. I think they were leading. And um, the Celtics were getting pasted for for the first nine minutes of the quarter. Maybe the first eight. Maybe not pasted, but they were down or trailing. Struggling. Definitely the first five minutes they were trailing. It was like 10-4. All three of those teams, down 0-1, played their butts off. So now you get a, a Minnesota team that got thrashed, adjusting to altitude, off the play in games. I would look at Minnesota first quarter, but using that logic of the extra day and the team down 0-1 playing hard, it feels like I would I would lean Memphis in the first quarter, even if John Morant's out. Now, first quarter betting, not really. Uh, I don't think you can get down big money if you're interested, but I, I, I would look at the home team in Memphis in the first quarter and and Minnesota going on the road first quarter. They've had some good starts. Started great against the Lakers. Started great in game one. Um, Rob, any other thoughts? Um, well, uh, in that game specifically, Minnesota and Nugget. I like I like Minnesota plus, I think I, I see eight and a half on what yeah. I'm looking at. So that I like them in that game. You mentioned it, the two days off. Really going to help them. No longer having to play uh, three play-in games, basically. They had the... First one against the Lakers, they had an actual play-in game to do or die, and then game one. So I like them getting some rest and um, shameless self-promotion. I will be co-hosting the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio with Chris Broussard on Wednesday afternoon, 4 to 7 Pacific, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. So if you want to hear me recycling these takes, 
<laughs> That's what you have to tune in. Don't forget the little people on your way to the top. Uh, how about this as a Draymond Green team? Just off the top of my head. Chicago Bulls. No. Kobe White, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan with the fulcrum being Draymond Green. Backed up by Andre Drummond. They can move off of Vucicic. No, absolutely not. I, mean, I don't know why if you're Chicago, you would want to do that. I'd, I'd rather Leadership, down completely. Like Zach Levine's a quiet tank. leader. Patrick Beverly's a clown. Um, I'm just Pat Bev like, said he wants 14 million a year too. Goodbye. Um, <laughs> Miami. How about the Miami heat? He could fit in the culture there alongside Bam. I don't know how they would, they, they probably couldn't afford him unless they moved off Lowry and something. Well, they're going to try. And their issue is they can't score too well. So I think my, I think Miami is more looking for punch scoring punch than yeah. defense. All right. That's a long one on a Wednesday. Enjoy the day and Lakers tip time four thirty in LA. Jeez. Better beat that traffic home, ladies and gentlemen. Talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.